you're listening to Youth and Loud. The show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud. On this episode, we talk with a number of art students from Braybrook College about their experiences in the arts and the impact this has had on their lives. Um, cool. All right. So just to kick us off to break the ice a little bit, um, we're just going to go around the, around the group and I'm going to ask you to share your name, even though I can see your names, just so people can hear it on the podcast. And what your favourite movie has been so far this year? Hello, everyone. My name is Alvin. And uh, my favourite movie would be like... Uh, what would it be? Well, and the City of the Thousand Plants. Oh, me? Yeah, okay. Uh, my name's Andrew. My favourite movie this year has been Moonlight. Uh, hi, I'm Liam. And I have to say that Logan... This is the best movie I've seen this year. Um, hi guys, my name's Ni, and my favourite movie I've seen this year would probably be Hachika. Um, hi, my name is Jessica, and <clears throat> I don't have a favourite movie, but the most recent one I've watched is Train to Busan. Um, hi, I'm Maddie, and the, my most favourite movie I watched this year was Don't Breathe. I think it came out last year, though. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Tien and my favourite movie this year would be Juno. It's always been my favourite movie. Hi everyone, my name is Claire and the movie I probably like the most this year, I don't remember the name of it, it was a war film about the English soldiers and the French soldiers yeah. fighting the Dunkirk. Um, my name's Ali and my favourite movie I've seen this year would probably have to be Jasper Jones. Um, my name's Jessica and my favourite movie this year was... Fate of the Furious. My name's Calvin, and my favourite movie as of now will probably be uh, Hunt for the World of People, yeah. My name is Yasmin, and my favourite movie I've seen this year would definitely have to be Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> because <laughs> Bella's my favourite Disney princess, and Emma Watson is my favourite female actress. Uh, so. Hi, I'm Amara, and... My favourite movie that I've watched this year is Guardians of the Galaxy, number two. Uh, my name's Georgia, and um, one of my favourite films that I've watched this year, probably no one's heard of it, uh, it's called Little Nelly Kelly. Alright, so what's the best memory that you have from your experience in the art so far? Probably the Waikiki performance. Okay, so well, why do you like that performance so much? Uh, I, got, I just got really excited and nervous, and I really thought we pulled it out so well that we managed to get that we managed to get to the finals, and yeah, we are hoping to be the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Hoping to be the best ever, I like it. Yeah. Um, and what what competition is that for? Sorry. Uh, it's for um, it's for schools to um. To, um, to go up against each other oh, yeah. um, with their stories, and the judges have to pick up the. Um, is it the best one? Mm. Yeah, the best one. Cool. That's why we went to the finals. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, all the best year school. Hopefully, you guys. Hopefully, you guys win. So, yeah. it's a, the Wakakiri is a, a story dance competition. Yeah, so basically. Oh, cool. Com- comes from the Aboriginal word Wakakiri, which means right. story dance, and yeah. it's about creating a seven-minute dance that tells a story. Yeah, so do you guys have any other thoughts? Uh, um, what's been your... Yeah, so my favourite... Well, I've done a lot of plays like throughout the years that I've been involved in like drama and theatre. 
But I think the best memory of like all of them is before you go on stage, like before the show, you know, like as a group, as a team, you all get together and you're like, okay, guys, we can do this. Especially like the first show or the last show, like you hype each other up and you're like, okay, guys, this is our last show or this is our first show. And you're just so excited and everyone's like hugging and you, you can do this. And yeah, it's like a great feeling behind set and stuff. Awesome. It's... So would you say that I guess the uh, the atmosphere and the environment behind, yeah. behind set just yeah. creates a really genuine sense of community? Yeah. So any other last thoughts about that? I wouldn't really say it's like, it's not just one, it's just art in itself. So what I enjoy about the arts I do is the outcome of it. Oh yeah, Georgia? Uh, Just like Nia was saying, the outcome's always great, but um, it's really nice to see it come together. So throughout all the rehearsals of the show, um, seeing the blocking of the scenes and seeing it all come together to get that final product. Then when you're there on stage, it's so nice to just perform it in front of the audience. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's a good point because I guess that, you know, something like plays or musicals, you work so hard to put it all together. And when you see the final piece with, as you mentioned, the, the set and the lighting and everyone's playing the little individual parts, it's just awesome. You can kind of just, you know, soak it in and think, I was a part of that. I played a role in that. So, yeah. Cool. What has been the most challenging thing about being involved in theatre, music, dance, or other art forms? Um, uh, I have to say, like, learning lines, obviously. Um, yeah. Um, sometimes, like, you'll be going over it and you'll, like, for sure, like, oh, I got it. And then you go on stage and, like, going over your lines before you say it. And sometimes it's really stressful to try to remember your lines. But when you do, it's a really good feeling. Yeah, awesome. So for you sometimes, I guess, just memorising the lines can be a bit challenging and especially when it gets to doing the live performance because the pressure's a little bit more and you know people listening. Um, working together as an ensemble is really hard because monologues, it's nerve-wracking to be doing something on your own. But working with a team, it's easier because you can rely on other people. But at the same time, relying on other people doesn't always work out because mm-hmm. you have different beliefs and it. Like yeah. conflict sometimes. Yeah, so I guess there's uh, both good and bad points for uh, working in a team or working by yourself. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for sharing. Um, <coughs> Ali? Uh, when people, um, when, when something goes wrong on stage, sometimes um, that can be hard to deal with. Set piece or something like that, it can, that can be really, really stressful in the moment. But at the same time, it can be really rewarding. <coughs> Because sometimes if you can fix it really, really good, it's like the best feeling. But if you don't, it's really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess for you, one of the most uh, challenging things about being involved in the arts would be when things uh, accidentally stuff up and yeah. something yeah. goes wrong. Uh, uh, so like any art form, because right? I was going to talk about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so <clears throat> in terms of challenges, I think like um, in terms of music, I think the most challenging thing for me would probably be like having to put like my thoughts onto a page because I somewhere mm-hmm. yeah. and I think like it's probably especially when like you're not at, like the best mind state it's like really hard because all those thoughts are like so blurred but then like it becomes relieving afterwards when you actually get to put those thoughts on paper whilst it goes with the flow of a song or a melody mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, oh. I think the, one of the um, hardest things to do in dance is to um, make up our own choreography. Mm. Um, like it makes sense for the 
to depending on the soundtrack we are when we are performing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're saying that it's difficult trying to create a dance moves which match the mood of the music, which match kind of the the sound and the feel of the, the kind of music you're dancing to. And we try to make it simple, so yeah. Yeah. Because others don't have the um because some other people don't have the the talent of dancing. So yeah. Are you trying to say that you're like an awesome dancer? <laughs> <laughs> so because I know I'm so good. No, no, no. Look at other people, but it's terrible. We consider others. That's hard. Sorry. We consider others, but we consider others to yeah. not make it hard. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. <coughs> You're listening to Youth and Loud. Um, so do you think that being involved in the arts has a positive influence on someone who may struggle with their own self-image and why? I uh, think, Tia? yes, because we're able to creatively go outside the box and really show people what we're made of and it kind of pushes us to do better than we already are. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. It helps with our self-image a lot, and you know, yeah. if you're surrounded by the right people, it even influences you more to do better. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think, um, for, like from a theatre perspective, I think that it, it does, but not always for the reasons that you think. Yeah. So when you're up there on stage, you can't hide. Like mm. if you're playing a game of soccer, for example, you can probably like get away with not really getting too involved. But mm. when you're doing a play and you have a line and everyone's watching you. Like, you can't really hide from that. And then um, it kind of teaches you that if you do well, like, people will support you. If you don't do well, it also teaches you that you can kind of get over it, though. Do do you know what I mean? So, like, no no matter... Because, you know, sometimes, like, I've done lines really well. Sometimes I've messed up lines. But either way, it's helped me, like, with my self-image because it's made me go... If I go well, it's really good. If I don't go well, that's okay. I just got to work on it. Well, for me, arts and I do drawing. So sometimes you also got to think about the people who's looking at your art as well. Um, I feel like I am kind of pressured in what I draw and what I do because I'm worried people might see it differently and my message doesn't go out there. Mm. And some people are unable to like understand what I'm trying to say. And it kind of kind of like conflicts on you and your idea on your artwork and it's just it's not they're not if they don't understand it it's not a good artwork that's what I feel for myself because they aren't able to understand it and it's kind of kind of everyone sees art differently though yeah they they see everyone takes something different out of it that's what you as an artist you've got to remember that Mm. I think and just be true to what you want to say um any other thoughts about um so I also was in North Korea this year and it helped with my self-image um, because before this year I was I never like danced publicly or anything, and joining in I was like alone because I didn't really know anyone, and and I didn't think I could actually dance. But being involved, I was like taught and being like contributing with the dances and stuff. I learned how to do that stuff and express myself in that way. Yeah, cool. Um, so I guess you're saying that um, learning how to dance more gave you an opportunity to express who you are, kind of yeah. to express your own uniqueness through dance. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the great things about the arts. It gives you a chance to express something very unique. 
Um, and you know, with maths, there's always one answer, and it's the same answer. And with other subjects as well, I guess. But with the arts, it gives you that chance to just be unique and just make something up and to you know do something perhaps which no one else has ever done before. So we touched on this before, but it might be good to explore this a little bit more. Um, do you think that the community established when people put together plays or musicals is a good example of a healthy community, um, and why? Are you? I think it is a healthy community because you've all got the same interests, uh, you're all focusing on the same thing, mm. and you can definitely build a friendship out of the, yeah. out of the, the cast. Yeah, and I think um, I think you touch on a really good point, Georgia. What else do you guys think? Um, is the arts a good example of a, of a healthy community, um, and why? What makes it a healthy community? I think um, I don't know. Like, or I can only speak from like my class, but like yeah. I think through the plays we've done, you know, as a group and stuff, and what we do together, we've yeah, I guess you could say we've created a community, even with, like, you know, the other theatre class, like the Year 11s, you know, we go to plays together and, mm-hmm. you know, we sit on in, sit on in each other's plays and stuff. But um, I think, you know, like Georgia said, the love for the, um, for the acting and, you know, for the theatre, you know, kind of brings us all together and it's a... It's a positive vibe most yeah. of the time, you know? Yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing and, you know, we all get along really well and, mm. yeah... So I, I think, you know, we've created a good little family and a, a good community among our interests for theatre. Yeah. So. Thank, thanks for that, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Um, so any other thoughts about that? Oh, I know, yeah, talk about being the old one, but I know that my friends from high school and I'm still friends with, we still talk about the productions that we did. When we get together 30... So many years later, and we still remember the choreography to the dances. You know, oh, yeah, cool. it's a hoot. It's something that maybe not the whole dance, and I can't do the splits anymore. But, um, you know, that that community is actually like family and friendship that can last for a very long time. Mm. Do strong friendships get formed or grow? when being involved in the arts, such as acting or music? And what does it mean to be a strong friend? Oh, am I? Sorry. Um, I couldn't see you for a friend. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, it does, because, like Georgia said before, like you have the same passion and you like doing the same things and you all have the same kind of like goals in, like, for me, it'd be, like, theatre. But, um, mm. yeah, I think it does make strong friendships because, like, like, maybe your other friends outside of it, like, they don't do this kind of, but I feel like everyone in here has made a new friend. Like, mm. I didn't know, like, some of these people before I started it, but yeah. I met them and pretty good friends with them now. Yeah, yeah cool. And what, um, what do you think makes up a good friend, Amara? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, just supporting one another mm. and having, like, that trust that you can have. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, supporting each other. And I think, um, you know, we mentioned that a lot before that being involved in plays and stuff is just such a supportive, supporting environment. Um, so that when you do get it wrong or do stuff up, you still get supported. That's good. I don't know. What, what, I don't know if you agree with this, but when you're doing something in the arts, whether it's acting or painting or singing or dancing, you're actually like exposing yourself in a way 
quite vulnerably to an audience for judgment. Mm. So I think that's what connects a lot of people in is that shared vulnerability that we're all yeah. like scared. It's like an like an antelope just standing in front of a pack of lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I'm, I'm exposed. Yeah, I hope it's not that terrifying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go stuff up. I'm dead. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I think you make a, a great point, Andrew, that it is such a vulnerable thing and you're right, you do put yourself out there and there's kind of no hiding. <laughs> um, you just kind of go for it and, yeah, people receive it, you know, one way or the other, but, yeah, shared vulnerability, that's a really good point. Um, so does anybody have any other thoughts about, uh, do strong friendships get formed or grow <coughs> in the arts and what, what does it mean to, to be a strong friend? Well, I mean, all of my best friends, I've made friends with them through theatre. Yeah. Like, because we're always, like, there supporting each other. If we want to make, like, a decision on something we're doing, Mm -hmm. they're open to the decisions. They're not just going to shut you down straight away. Yeah. And if you need, like, their assistance, like, say you're doing a monologue or something, Mm -hmm. and you ask them for advice, they're going to give you, like, good advice rather than just saying, oh, yeah, it's good, it's fine. They'll give you strong advice rather than just, like, leaving it be kind of thing or just shutting you down completely. Um, what, what, what do you think, Ali? Um, do you have any other thoughts about uh, what makes up a strong friendship? Oh, well, it's kind of like Yasmin's point. Like, when you're um, presenting something, performing something, the your friend is always going to give you, like, what's it called? Critical friend? Critical. Which is, like, someone who's there not to criticise you, like, in a bad way, but in a good way to mm. improve your own performance. Yeah. So, like... What's that, what's that look like for a friend to criticise you in a good way? Like, it's like, to, so you can improve, basically. Mm. So like, yeah, yeah, constructive. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what about everyone else? What, what thoughts do you have about... Yeah, well, I mean, you spend so much time with each other when doing like theatre and plays and that kind of stuff like it's hard to not become friends (laughs) like you spend you know so many afternoons together and so many classes together and then the whole week together when you're Mm. you know going to perform and just I don't know like sitting backstage with someone when you have to be quiet and making jokes and nudging each other like you just form strong friendships do you think being involved in acting or theatre or other art forms has had a personal impact on you um, and has being involved in the arts uh, changed you in any way? Uh, well, it really had. I, when I started doing drama, I instantly um, making that uh, instantly made that a new hobby for me. Um, it was the thing I enjoyed most. That's why I came into I come into play. And this year, when I got myself into dance, I also enjoyed that too. That also, that was also my favorite hobby, and. It really changed from what I've been active on. Is it? Yeah. And being with being with a lot of people and socializing them was one of the things I enjoyed in my life. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I guess just getting to know uh, the different people involved in acting, involved in dancing, yeah. um, had a big impact on you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Alex. It's definitely made me a much more um, confident person. Over the past years, I've been doing um, drama. Like in year seven, eight, I was really um, I didn't have any confidence. Like I always like lost focus a lot on stage, and I wasn't very that. Se- I was serious about it, but I didn't take it 
because I didn't have any confidence, I didn't take it as serious as seriously as I should have. But yeah. in like year ten and eleven, I started like gaining more confidence. Not just for theatre, like theatre helped me gain more confidence, but like outside of that, like from getting confidence in theatre made me more confident in other situations outside cool. of school. Oh, that's a really good insight, Ali. Um, so I guess being involved in the arts, such as theatre, gave you more confidence, um, but you mentioned not only in theatre, but in other situations yeah. outside of that as well. Yeah, um, yeah cool. Uh, I think before I entered Year 12 Theatre Studies, I was a really quiet person in discussions, but then as I grew more to go to Theatre Studies, I had more of an opinion and I wasn't scared to share my ideas, because in reality there's not really any wrong ideas that people will always embrace your ideas and I think that's helped my self-confidence along the way. Yeah. Do you think that, um, just off what you're saying, Tian, uh, do you think that one of the things which happens when you get involved in the arts, such as theatre or, or music or what have you, is that you start to believe that it's safe to make a mistake and it's safe to get things wrong? Yeah, just for overall life, I think in general, mm-hmm. like me as a person, I think I'm more, I guess, assertive, because yeah. I'm allowed to express myself, and I feel like it's easier. Awesome, so. yeah. Well, that's really good, Tim. Yeah. I think any performer will tell you that it's like, in the performance, you don't want to stuff up. Yeah, you don't, you don't want, want that ideal situation, but I think the lead-up to it, that, that play and that freedom to, to stuff up is, is cool. I don't know, I always felt that I was the weird one, and then when I joined... <laughs> theatre in high school, I was like, ah, oh, there's other weirdos. <laughs> so, yeah, I was always just a little bit odd and so are these kids. That's why I love them. You're all a little odd. There goes that self esteem guys. <laughs> just throw that out the window. You're listening to Youth and Loud, the show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud. Um, yeah, before I joined um, theatre or anything art-related, I was always like doodling or getting sidetracked with my work. Um, and like I never took pride in my drawings or anything at all. I was like, oh, this drawing is... It's not that good. It's not as good as compared to other people that do art. But then um, I started doing um, visual communication, graphics, and I started doing some work, and my teacher started to really, like, compliment me, and I, like, I really gained some self-esteem then. And then um, I started exploring more of, like, uh, art options, so, like, media and theatre, yeah, um, obviously, like, I joined theatre because um, the school didn't offer media, honestly. <laughs> but um, I was really, like, like at the end of the day, I was really happy that I joined theatre. Like, I really gained um, some confidence in myself and everything, yeah. Awesome. I remember the first day you said, oh, I wanted to do media. I thought this might be okay. And I, you know, I feel like you've gotten a lot out of it. Yeah. I think well, Jessica shined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really has. I think it's very eye-opening. It, like mm-hmm. you're seeing a whole new world in each art. Say theater, cool. you see the whole the whole world of the theater. You see someone's performing. You see a whole different world from how you met them and to see how they act. You're seeing two worlds there, mm-hmm. and it's the same for art too. You're seeing the world in their artwork. So it's it's very eye-opening in the arts. Same with music. 
you hear it, listen to it, lyrics. I mean, some people think, oh, nice jam, but when you like get the lyrics, you you see that it's either like it's like depressing, yeah, war or something. It's like it's all like yeah, it's nice jam, and then there's like it's about depression. Like, oh. yeah. yeah, I get that a lot as well. Yeah, have a song which is like that. It's about depression. Yeah. That's actually true because yeah. um, I like I listen to like K-pop and everything, and like oh obviously God. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think K-pop is cool. <laughs> like yeah, because uh, I'm like trying to learn Korean as well, but I'm not like fluent or anything. And like um, I listen to this one person, and like. It's about his life and um, how he's been coping with depression as well. It's something like that. It's like it's so artistic, but like not a lot of people appreciate that until like they really see what's going on like behind the scenes and everything. Yeah, yeah. and I guess um, you say Jessica that uh, the arts is a lot more personal as well. Um, yeah. It often has a personal message or it shares personal experience that you can relate to. Yeah. And yeah, you awesome. can see their point of view and their own world too, <clears throat> their own um, environment. You, you're given a chance to see into this world and seeing everything that they do, perform and draw, anything. It's just an opportunity. And I guess, um, you know, being involved in the arts can uh, communicate something and as you're saying, it's an eye-opener in a way yeah. which other things are. Um, so reading books can also be an eye-opener um, and, you know, other things can can do that as well. But there's something really special about being involved in the arts in terms yeah. of seeing a different point of view or a different world. Um, yeah, it's a good point, Nick. Yeah, I think like <clears throat> art. It's like it's awesome how like the expressive freedom in terms of creativity. I think that's really awesome how you can just express yourself like freely, especially in terms of when I do like um films music and theater like even though like there's a certain character you put on in like all the art forms there's still an authenticity it's still you basically within mm-hmm. that character that you put on in all those art forms it's still like you basically. yeah going off what kelvin just talked about do you think that being involved in the arts gives people the opportunity to express themselves in a unique way um jessica so, um, personally, um, like, outside of theatre, like, academics-wise, like, math and stuff, I don't do really well, but, like, in theatre, I'm supported by other people, and I feel like I excel more in that than academic subjects. It's more of a, um, flexible, like, it's a weird word to describe, but it's compared to something like math, it's very flexible, like, mm. oftentimes in, in theatre when we're doing written-out questions, it's like... There's multiple answers to this question, or you know, to like any performance. There's multiple interpretations of, of how you do a character, or how you write a song, or how you sing a song, or anything like that. So, it, it gives people more of an opportunity to, to find their own like interpretations, a good word, of, of what they think something is, and therefore it, it gives them, I think, more of a opportunity to freely speak about things because there's no set answer. Most of the time. So I think it's a, it's a really good way to express that. I think expressing yourself is a lot better than holding it in. Holding like any certain feeling you're having. Because yeah. it can help. Let's say, I, I, 
truthfully, throughout art, there are a lot of people who are depressed. They express it through their arts, and um, but it, it's good in a way because it's better than people cutting themselves than rather than not expressing it or feel bad about themselves. Yeah. So it, it kind of helps too, and and also acting music too. They're expressing themselves, and it kind of helps their mind too to feel at ease. I can do this. I can do this. I can like act. It, it kind of like it, it's like <laughs> it's an ease to the mind. Well, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I guess um, what I was thinking is, uh, Nia, I guess that everyone has uh, an internal world and an external world. And sometimes the external world, the external way that someone presents themselves isn't necessarily the same <coughs> as what's happening internally. Yeah. But arts can be a really good way to let out what's happening internally, um, whether it's um, depression or whether they're going through a difficult circumstance in life, it's a good way to, to vent and to, mm-hmm. to let loose. Um, and, yeah, I think you're right. And doing that is such a healthy thing. Yeah. And you'll hear that time and again from counsellors and from therapists and youth-based organisations that if you are going through a difficult circumstance in life, um, you need to let it out. You need to talk about it with someone and don't keep it bodily inside because that's when it can become an unhealthy thing. Um, yeah, and from what you say in the arts, is such a good way to do that. Um, perhaps people don't feel comfortable going to a counsellor, um, but you can yeah, write a poem about it, write a song about it. So it can be one piece of the puzzle just to, to help let loose that internal person, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, good point. I like your thoughts. I think there's, um, um, there's a lot of stigma and stereotypes around... Um, you know, people who do performing arts and people who like the arts and, you know, theatre and that kind of stuff. And I think, um, you know, to the outside world, there's, like, a lot of stereotypes. When you come into, adding on to the community question we were talking about earlier, when you come into that community of, you know, the theatre and the arts, um, you feel more at peace and you feel like, you know, you fit in and you, like everyone said, you can express yourself here. Because, you know, I feel... Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you do theatre, you act, you dance, like, you know. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, I think, you know, when you're here with other people who do the exact same thing and love it all just as much as you do, you know, you're like, okay, I can actually express myself now and, you know, I can be what I want to be and I can do what I want to do and act how I want to act. You know, yeah. there's n- no hiding when it comes to um, the arts, I think. Yeah, it's a good point. I guess it's normally a very um, accepting atmosphere and environment. Yeah, definitely. Um, but in other settings, perhaps around school, a question mark can always be in our mind. Am I really accepted here? Yeah. Um, do I fit in here? Um, but yeah, I think that often in the arts, it's, um, yeah, it's easy to get that sense of acceptance. Oh, yeah, like uh, Maddie was saying, you can really express yourself um, with the arts. Like... Um, you can be a hard metal rock singer at one point, then you can be singing jazz. Uh, you can be a psycho chainsaw killer murderer <laughs> man, and then you can be the shyest kid on the block. Um, yeah, yeah. You can be drawing anime, or then you can be an uh, abstract artist. It gives you the, um, the flexibility to be mm. whatever you want. Um, I mean, yeah, it completely changed my... I don't know. Sometimes... I don't get the role I usually wanted. Like, for example, in this time, I want to be Axel, but then I got Dave, which I'm fine with it. So I'm usually fine with what roles I get, no matter how big or small it is. Yeah, yeah you just have to make the most of it. Like, yeah. I've wanted to play lead role so many times yeah. that I've either gotten a uh, minor or um, 
ones that are just just there. Yeah. But I just make the most of it because you're on stage or for those either you might be on stage for only three minutes. Make the most of those three minutes. Yeah. So really express yourself. Um, yeah. You're listening to Youth and Loud. What is the main thing you were trying to achieve um, through being involved with the arts? Or what's, um, what would be your main goal? Um, personally, for me, there wasn't like, I don't know, I still don't think there's like a main huge goal for me. Like, I'm just here to have fun. Like, I enjoy it and I have a good time acting and, you know, doing all the stuff behind set. So I think I'm just here to have fun, and, like, I think I've done that throughout all the years. Like, I just keep coming back because it's so much fun, and I love it. Like, I don't have a goal, like, you know, I couldn't care less if I didn't become an actress when I was older or whatever. Like, it's just fun, you know, and it's a fun thing to do. And, you know, you're with your friends, and you're you're having a good time. It's just, that's what I'm here for, at least, you know, the the fun. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I think that um, it's really cool, so just to give some backstory, the last play we just did was an Australian play about, um, in the set in the 90s, um, about middle-aged couples and, and all that, and we had... What was the play? It's called Speaking in Tongues by Andrew Butler. I, I'm 17, um, like 16, 17, 18-year-olds, like we had to play like people in their mid-30s, 40s and all that, and so I think what's exciting is um, trying to do it justice. I think that's what's important. When um, when Sir saw like one of our last rehearsals, he kind of like I don't mean to embarrass you, he got like a little bit emotional because he was like, "You guys actually look like thirty-five-year-olds, forty-year-olds, forty-five-year-olds." Not in a bad way, but just look. But yeah, so I, I think that's important, and um, it's crazy. So I think that's kind of a, a goal for me whenever I do something give it justice and to make sure that if I'm playing like a 40 year old I, I act like a 40 year old and then yeah, get, the, get that kind of reaction from people. What is one of the things uh, that you've learned from your experience in being involved in the arts that you will take with you for the rest of your life? They'll make you cry. There's always going to be pressure. There's always going to be someone like, like, there's always going to be that, I won't say that one person, but there's always going to be this kind of um, corruption there that's like, like not want to work with you and it's just like, oh, yeah, learn your lines. Mm. Mm. <laughs> one line. I mean, but yeah, the, you got to learn and understand that there's going to be um, times where you have to take initiative to things and, um, yeah, nothing's so easy Hmm. Thanks, thanks, Steve. Um, so, Um I think uh, the thing I learned in theatre was to basically be yourself, and I uh, like as you Brilliant. take Good part, point. as you take part in anything, like in stagecraft or in acting, yep. just to be yourself and to also give it a, give it your all, mm. because like no one else is pulling you back except yourself. Basically, yeah. I feel like if you give it your all knowing like you it would be like such a big reliever afterwards knowing that you gave it your best um from what i learned performing children of the black skirt the year 11 play this year um because we had a lot of discussions about the aboriginal context behind the storyline and how it was appropriate to like 
present them as a character, like using accents. That was a really controversial discussion because um, we didn't want to use an accent that would offend like the community, the mm. Aboriginal community. Yep. And like from that, I learned to be more aware of how to treat people and what is appropriate to like say and not say. So I guess for you, um, from your experience, Jessica, you've learnt that it's important to be sensitive and respectful to people's um, culture and backgrounds. It's definitely one to, um, yeah, that we can all take with us for the rest of our life to be sensitive to different uh, opinions, different thoughts, different views about a range of things. Um, yeah, I think the arts a lot of the time deals with the, the worst thing that humanity does, especially like plays and. Yeah. Or, or movies or something. It's got to be interesting. There's got to be conflict, or there's got to be something that you. It's want. got to be a problem. There's got, yeah. There's got to be a journey for these characters to go on where they hopefully make an improvement. But it, I think it helps you to be empathetic to things that you may not have experienced firsthand. So yeah, we're lucky because it explores a lot of things about human beings and humankind. Artists are much more evolved people than the rest of the population. <laughs> <laughs> just, just better, better people around Andrew. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and they'll be the first to tell you as well. Um, and so modest. So modest. <laughs> um, so what? What do do the rest of you guys think? What um? What's a lesson that you've learned? with your experience in the arts that you can take with you for the rest of your life? Uh, Amara? Um, I have to say for me is to not be like embarrassed by doing certain things. Um, like, for example, if you're doing something that might be out of your comfort zone and you might not be comfortable to do it, you have to realise that people pay more attention to how the play is actually like I don't know how to explain it. How the story is unfolding. Yeah, how, like, how the story is unfolded and how like how it goes, like they pay more attention to the characters and if you're doing something that you might not be comfortable with, people will actually be like took back by your performance and if you're like doing a psycho killer, you might think it's like, oh I don't wanna like do something like that but and you might have to be like go over the top and you might think like for yourself that people are gonna judge you. But I feel like for me if I've watched some of the year eleven and twelve plays like maybe they might think that people are going to judge them, but like it's actually a really good performance. So you really shouldn't be embarrassed by the characters you play, and you should actually like, be grateful to be playing someone that isn't you and see different perspectives. Um, yeah, any other thoughts about lessons that you've learned? Um, the, things, um, the lessons I've learned is... Um, st- <coughs> it's like um, you just have to like stand up and make sure you practice a lot in order to get it right. Um, so would you say that one of the things you've learned is the importance of practice and the importance of if you really want to do well at something, you need to put in the time and effort to rehearse it, to get it right? Also not to be nervous and stay calm. Um, I'd also like to add, just adding on to what everyone else said, um, one thing I've learned is that you'll always be your biggest critic. No one's going to judge you more than yourself. Yeah. And I think, you know, it takes a while to learn that. And, um, you know, because you're always like, oh, my God, like, like Amara said, you know, what's everyone going to think of me if I do this? But at the end of the day, no one cares. You're the only one that's judging yourself and you're the only one that's putting that kind of pressure on yourself. Like, 
you've just got to go out there, do what you want to do, do what you have to do. And at the end of the day, no matter the outcome, you've got to be proud of yourself. I think like if you completely stuffed up, you know, just, I did it, I gave it my best and that's all I can do. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an awesome point, Maddie, um, to, to not be too hard on yourself and not only within the arts, but with anything in life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with, um, with another job I have, they say that, look, in reality, you're only going to get things right like 60 or 70% of the time. Um, and knowing that just gives you a sense to be more relaxed and to you know, come back to what we were talking about before, that it is okay to get things wrong, it's okay to make mistakes. Um, we're human, everyone makes mistakes, someone's going to be perfect. Um, yeah. And they mentioned as well that they'll give examples of how people have achieved brilliant things, but how they have not been perfect. And Michael Jordan, brilliant basketball player, but his ratio of getting uh, shots in the actual goal was 52%. 52% of the time he got it in, um, 48% of the time he missed it. But it's to emphasise that to you know, do really well and achieve something, it doesn't mean you have to get it right every single time. Um, yeah, so it's a really good point. Don't be too hard on yourself and just keep going if you get it wrong. So. And when you're on stage, you're the only one who knows if you stuffed up or not. Yeah. The audience doesn't know, so just go with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah like yeah. every time the actors will come down, like, oh, this, I stuffed up. I'm like, really? So it went pretty good to me. Yeah, like after one of the plays, um, um, some of the people like will come in, like, oh, did you notice that this happened? I was like, oh, wasn't that supposed to happen? Like, you're never there for the rehearsals and to see how things are supposed to happen. So when you see it, you think it's natural and it was supposed to happen, and maybe it might even make it better. So, mm. yeah. I think just adding on to what they were saying before, though, I think I can, with the performers in here, I can almost identify the, like a moment with all of you where you've gone, I'm going to stop being worried about being embarrassed and I'm going to throw myself into this a little bit more, and then you guys have done great. Great things. Yeah. Sure. So awesome. So being brave. Um, what would you say is the most important thing to understand about acting or other art forms? I think the most important thing about these arts is, be, is being active. That is um, like one of the most important things because you are moving, moving with the whole body and doing what you what you would like to do and and most of all having fun with others is a thing to socialise with everyone. I think I see in other classes I teach, because I also teach English, the kids who are involved in art forms are more confident sometimes in expressing who they are authentically and they get involved in discussions more and they're not as afraid to put their opinions forward. Ah, but there's other students yeah. who really have to drag it out of and yeah. say like, you know, you know what you're And they say, I don't get it, Miss, I don't get it. And you talk to them and they do get it, but they yeah. don't have the confidence. And I think it's because you're allowed to experiment in art. You can start to experiment. Because English is quite creative when you're doing responses because there's no right or wrong answer as well, similar to art. So I think yeah. being able to experiment with different ideas and kind of find your voice, because that's what everyone's looking for. I think there's a lot of pressure on being a certain way for ex examinations and tests, but authentic voice is what the aim is, I think, to have to find yeah. your authentic voice. And it seems to be a common uh, theme coming up time and again that being involved in the arts is a good way to increase your confidence and it just happens. Um, and just as Ali mentioned before, it's not something which makes you confident just within the arts, but also outside of that. And 
in other areas of life you just tend to be more confident as a person? I think uh, you have to understand that, like what's like we said a lot, but um, that if you um, make a mistake or fail something, not fail, but yeah, um, it's not the end of the world, and like mm-hmm. you should still be proud of yourself. Like when I did Lord of the Flies, I had to play a last-minute character kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and like I did obviously I did fail some parts because I did not because I didn't know some of the lines. Yeah. But like, I like I had to understand that I still have to be proud of myself. That I still pulled off in like. Um, I guess that it also emphasises as well that in anything we do in life, it's important to acknowledge both the positive and not just the negative. Um, and I think sometimes it can be a real struggle to to do that. I struggle to do this um, sometimes, and yeah, just to acknowledge that. All right, I got this part wrong. This can be improved. But what do I do right? This is right. This is good. I should be proud of that. I'll just try and work on that instead of just focusing all our attention on what might be negative. Um, yeah. Um, I think, uh, uh, I think, like, people are really restrictive with themselves. Like, as themselves. Like, they really, like, they're not really themselves at the time. Because, like, there's always that sense of judgment from other people, from society in general. And theatre is more of an eye-opener in that case. Because, like, like the restrictions are just gone because like there's always like open interpretations and open discussions about other stuff as well so um the lesson i guess uh, the most important lesson i guess is like to express yourself um and not worry about other people but also enjoy yourself as you're expressing yourself i think just a, a healthy thing when we can be in that place and be yourself be expressive to the point where we're not being concerned about how other people might judge us. Yeah. Um, I think that's a yeah, really healthy way to be. Yeah, um, yeah good point, Kelvin. Um, did you want to add something before we finish? Next? Right. I think people need to realise that we are just kids as well. I mean, we're learning all the... The people are learning all these lines, creating all these ideas. People need to also think about how we're just like 18, 16, 15-year-old kids like or maybe one of you guys 14 I don't know 14 there you go um yeah need to realize that we are still young it's okay to make mistakes and all and yeah, yeah. and you, people shouldn't judge us yeah. so quickly I mean can they do what we're doing mm-hmm. and they should put themselves in our shoes that brings us to an end of this episode of youth and loud Thanks heaps to the students from Braybrook College who were a part of this episode. And thanks to Andrew, the Drama Faculty Coordinator of Braybrook College, for making this episode possible. If you felt concerned about anything that you've heard on this episode, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Youth and Loud!